You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now, a message from Cyberbit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need Cyberbit. Cyberbit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills. All using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. Cyberbit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com slash cyberwire. Russian hackers are revealed to have been fairly impartial with respect to U.S. political parties. Republicans, as well as Democrats, receive their attentions. So, too, apparently, have Olympic doping whistleblowers. ISIS works on its inspiration to murder as it seeks to recoup flagging jihadist mindshare. The Taliban and al-Qaeda continue to compete with the caliphate. Some policy analysts see Iran as a potential ally of an anti-ISIS online coalition. The Micros point-of-sale system hack appears to underlie credit card compromises. Secure Boot's golden key is seen as a cautionary example against implementing backdoors. We've got some security industry M&A and IPO notes, and for some reason researchers develop a proof-of-concept for a DDoS-based cryptocurrency. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Monday, August 15th, 2016. Russian hackers apparently did, in fact, turn their attention to Republicans as well as Democrats. Both U.S. parties have now seen major figures targeted. Observers have been sifting through emails dumped by D.C. leaks at the end of June, and they've noticed emails from the staffs of Senators McCain and Graham. At the time the documents were posted, most attention was drawn to emails from former senior NATO commander General Breedlove that appeared to seek a harder NATO line toward Russia. Elsewhere, documents purported to depict an off-the-books payment from Ukraine's former pro-Russian government to Paul Manafort, a senior advisor to Republican presidential candidate Trump. Manafort has had international clients, including former Ukrainian President Yanukovych. He denies receiving off-the-books payments. Senior Democrats are suffering from loss of personal contact information, which has exposed them to various forms of harassment. The upshot of this is that interest in and intrusion into the electronic presence of U.S. political figures is on the upswing. Consensus continues to regard Russian intelligence services as the source of the incidents. Former Secretary of Defense Panetta weighed in at week's end on the controversy over emails suggesting influence from the Clinton Foundation over the State Department. He doubts there's much to see there and notes that posturing about influence is part of the daily coin transacted in Washington. In other Russia-connected news, this one with a connection to the Olympics, the World Anti-Doping Agency says that the electronic account Russian whistleblower Yulia Stepanova holds with the agency has been illegally accessed through a cyber attack. Stepanova and her family are said to be in hiding. The most recent disqualification of a Russian athlete for alleged doping took place this Saturday. 
ISIS struggles to recoup its flagging influence as competing jihadist factions make inroads into the caliphate's mindshare. It continues to turn to the disaffected and its online messaging grows sharper, at least in Europe and Africa. Those who adhere to the caliphate's authority should kill Christians. Some observers wonder whether this is a kind of information ops bank shot, seeking to provoke a crusader backlash which would in turn spur the Ummah to a more militant piety. Others see the message as both obvious and direct. The goal is what it's said to be, death to unbelievers. Some policy wonks see Iran as a natural ally of the U.S. against ISIS, at least online. Others think social media companies will be judged on their inability to interdict jihadist messaging. Iran is reported, by the way, to have just concluded an agreement with Robert Mugabe's regime in Zimbabwe to supply that country with a broad range of cybersecurity tools. Visa warned late Friday that some cardholders' information may have been compromised through vulnerabilities in Oracle's Micros point-of-sale system. Giovanni Vigna, Ph.D., Last Line co-founder and CTO, and also professor in the Department of Computer Science at the University of California, Santa Barbara, offered this comment to the CyberWire. Quote, The security of a system as a whole is as strong as the strength of its weakest link. That's why complex systems that handle sensitive information should have multiple levels of protections to ensure that no device can be infected. Point-of-sale malware is particularly hard to detect because often point-of-sale systems do not have in-host endpoint protection. In these cases, network-level protection systems become paramount. End quote. Krebs on Security says the Eastern European cyber gang Carbonac is behind the compromises and that it appears credentials stolen from Oracle's microsystems may have been used to plant malicious code on point-of-sale terminals that may in turn have been used to harvest credit card information. In industry news, Palantir buys data visualization startup Silk, and KBR announced Friday it had agreed to acquire Maryland-based Honeywell Technology Solutions for $266 million. Honeywell Technology Solutions offers a broad array of services, including security services, to U.S. defense and intelligence community customers. Carbon Black, formerly Bit9, is expected to issue its initial public offering next month, which will be an outlier in this year's unusually slow IPO market. Tanium remains a favorite unicorn, receiving press coverage that says it aspires to be the Google of cybersecurity. And speculators look at the fall in FireEye's stock price post-results and, looking at layoffs and other cost-cutting, expect FireEye's valuation to bounce back. Concerns continue about backdoors as Microsoft works to recover from the exposure of the secure boot Golden Key. Since this leak has implications for the security of backdoors as a technique that might balance privacy and security, many observers see this as a cautionary tale for policymakers. We heard from Ray Rothrock, CEO of Red Seal, about what lessons this episode might hold for backdoors generally considered. Quote, we recently saw the Neo-Terrace firewall, Juniper, backdoor key published in the hash code, live and public on the Internet. Backdoors are secrets that only a few know, and they're bad ideas. This is another example where backdoor access found its way to the market, except this more broadly impacts security. While backdoors are sometimes essential for saving things in certain situations, giving the capability of backup, rebuilding, imaging, and such these days, I have a hard time thinking backdoors were required at all. Things happen and people make mistakes, as in this case. Even though the authors of the backdoor thought this would never happen, it did. Backdoor designers should rethink their use of such mechanisms. End quote. 
And finally, University of Colorado researchers demonstrate, for reasons no one can really seem to grasp, a proof-of-concept cryptocurrency that would let participants mine currency by participating in denial-of-service attacks. Let's hope we don't see similar proof-of-concepts from other Colorado institutions of higher learning, like, for example, the Colorado School of Mines, the only U.S. college or university to offer a major in demolition. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. And I'm pleased to be joined once again by Dale Drew. He's the Chief Security Officer at Level 3 Communications. Dale, uh, I've been hearing a lot about machine-to-machine learning. It's a buzzword that's uh, gaining popularity. Uh, Let's start at the beginning here. Explain for our listeners, what are we talking about when we say machine-to-machine learning? You know, what what we really mean here is we mean um, uh, computer programs or algorithms that is analyzing network traffic, analyzing machine uh, log data, and learning behavior of those systems, beginning to learn what is legitimate, and also having algorithms to discover things that it knows is not legitimate, and then being able to report those. Um, We've seen a significant advantage um, in being able to monitor systems. Most systems today, most security systems today, are really geared for detecting bad activity. And so you have to know what bad is. You have to, and so as as attacks evolve and change, your understanding of what the the bad activity is has to be as up to date as the bad guys are. And that's why uh, the security community can be so has to be so responsive uh, to bad guys as opposed to proactive to bad guys. Machine learning provides the ability for us to be able to detect what we know to be good, and then look for things that fall outside that normal good behavior. 
and everything else could be bad. And that allows us to identify emerging attacks, new techniques, um, and other activity that we would otherwise not been able to detect. Uh, and it's, I, I think that it's going to change and, and, and revolutionize uh, our security industry in, in ways that we've never seen before. So is this is this uh, in part you know dealing with the the velocity the the rate of change that the machines can can adapt faster than 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 say uh, humans monitoring the situation? You know absolutely and and it's and it's just like your credit card monitoring company right. What they're doing is is they're monitoring your your, your credit card uh, uh, purchasing uh, history and and where you buy products and when you typically buy products and how often you travel. And it's looking for deviations in that behavior. And when it sees those deviations, it flags that 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 transaction and contacts the owner and says, "Is this you? Know, is this you?" And this is really exactly us applying that same sort of time-tested technique to the to the cybersecurity industry, and you know, tracking what normal behavior looks like, and then identifying when we see deviations in it, reaching out and making sure that 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 we understand if that's a false positive or not. All right, Dale Drew, thanks for joining us. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the CyberWire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.